0: I had to, they're so used to Pastor Mark, I had to tell them when to turn, turn everything on back there. You know, many times you hear people talk about, you know, well, I'm walking in faith, I'm believing God for this, I'm believing God for that, and I'm walking in faith. And what are they basing their faith upon? That's the key. People dealing with situations in their lives say, hey, I'm walking in faith. You can say you're speaking faith, but what are you actually believing? What foundation are you basing your faith upon? So many people just speak this out on a continual basis but don't have any foundation for what they're saying. It is so important that you have a foundation for your faith. You've got to have that. You know, a lot of times... People will say things and and uh, you know and they'll speak real good when when they're talking to another brother or another sister or if they're at church they'll speak in line with faith, amen. But the thing is, what are they really believing? You cannot speak faith one minute, then walk out the doors of the church here and then speak something contrary to what you're believing. It does not work that way. You have got to stay constant in what you are confessing. And you've got to have a foundation for whatever you're speaking. You've got to know what the Word of God says. The Word of God has got to be your foundation. You can't base what you're speaking on, well, uh, I heard Pastor Mark preaching on that one time so I'm going to use that as my foundation now you've got to take what you hear and you've got to get into God's word and you've got to find out for yourself what God's word says that will build up your foundation if you're not if you don't know what God's word says then your foundation is like sinking sand You've got to base everything that you do, everything that you say, uh, the words that come out of your mouth have to be based upon the Word of God. Especially if you're in a dire situation. Maybe you need a healing in your body. Maybe the doctors have given you a negative report and it doesn't sound too good. And you say, well, I'm healed. I'm walking in faith. But you don't have a clue what the Word of God says regarding your healing. You don't know anything about 1 Peter 2.24. You don't know about the 100 scriptures in the Word of 50 Old Testament and 50 New Testament that are telling you about, about your healing. You have got to base what you're believing on the Word of God. You have got to find out what God's Word says. You can't just speak something and not know where it originates from. You've got to speak the Word, stand on the Word, and and do nothing else. And let me ask you this, when we're speaking faith, do our actions, the things that we do, do they line up with what God's Word says? It has to line up with what God's Word says. Otherwise, you're standing on that sinking sand. You know, everybody knows about quicksand. You step into quicksand, what happens? You start sinking, don't you? That's the same way it is if you're just speaking out, spouting out words that sound good because they're in the Bible, but you don't know why you're speaking those words. Am I making any sense? Huh? Any sense? Good, good. You have got to know. You cannot speak one thing, then speak contrary to what you believe. A lot of people will speak doubt and unbelief the next time. Oh, yes, Brother Rick, I'm healed. I know I'm healed. And uh, I'm walking in faith. And they get out the door and they go to the doctor or they talk to somebody that may be a well-meaning Christian. And they, they say, Well, you know, I don't know if I'm healed or not. What have they just done? They have spoken contrary to what God's Word says. You know, we, we speak... By faith, faith is calling those things that be not as though they were or though they are. You have got to speak in faith and you're not lying because God's Word said it. If God's Word said it, you know, you've got to stand on it. No matter how you feel, no matter what your checkbook looks like, no matter what your situation and circumstances look like, you have got to stand on God's Word. You have got to start speaking what God's Word says and knowing that God's Word is your foundation for everything that's coming forth out of your mouth. You have got to know what the Word says. If you speak faith here at Heritage or you speak faith when you're at the foundry or if you speak faith when you're talking among believers, but then you speak contrary to what you just said or what you said earlier in the day, you know what? You're unstable. That's what James says. You cannot waver. Talk about asking for wisdom, but it's the same thing. You're unstable in everything that you're doing. You can't go from, from here to there. And what happens is a lot of times you know, we're standing but you've got Satan that's coming up against you and speaking into your mind and he's telling you that you're not going to receive your healing, that it's not going to work because you had an Aunt Susie or an Uncle Harry that didn't receive their healing. You may be believing God for money. Well, that money is never going to come is what Satan's going to tell you. But what does God's Word say? God's Word says, I just said it. God's Word says that if you give, it will be given unto you. So you've got to do something, right? You've got to give. It may be five cents, but guess what? You've just given. And it will be multiplied back unto you. It's God's Word. It is God's Word. What kind of precedence do you give to His Word? Is it just something that we read and then don't think any more about it? Is it really the truth, the life, the way? Because that's Jesus and Jesus is the Word. What do we believe about the Word? Can we stand upon His Word? Do we know without a shadow of a doubt that there's no doubt that when I say and when I speak God's Word that I'm not going to be moved to the right or to the left, but I know what God's Word says and I'm going to stand upon what God's Word says. And that's what I'm going to speak. This is my foundation. This needs to be everybody's foundation. You know, at one time, and I didn't realize this until I looked it up, one time our currency was based upon gold and silver. It's no longer based upon gold and silver. That's why when you believe and when you're speaking things, you've got to have something backing that up. You've got to have the Word of God backing up what you're speaking. It is so important. Don't just speak empty words not knowing what they mean. You have got to have God's Word. Many people speak that they are walking or living by faith but are not really walking or living by faith. You've got to have knowledge of the Word. You've got to know what God's Word says about the situation and circumstances that you're facing. It is so, so, so important. Well, to find out what God's Word says, I'm going to have to do something. Correct? I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to open this up. And I'm going to have to read it. I'm going to have to meditate on it. I'm going to have to keep it before my eyes. I've got to do something. But the thing is, you're doing something. Tonight, you're doing something. Faith comes by what? Hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So you're hearing forth the Word. And hopefully, the Word that's going forth is building up faith on the inside of you. All right, let's look at some scriptures talking about walking by faith. And the scriptures that I'm going to read to you, now, I don't have them, so they're not up, going to come up here, okay? I don't have the magic little uh, iPad thing that I just hit because I'm not iMac connected, amen? <laughs> I'm Holy Spirit connected, amen? Amen. <laughs> Holy Spirit connected. All right, we're going to start off in Mark 5, talking about people and then Jesus coming up and talking about their faith. And I know I do the healing service around here and I was thinking, man, this sounds kind of like a healing service. But kind of, because healing always comes forth, amen, when the Word is preached. So, but anyway. All right, 524 through 34. And Jesus went with him. And a great crowd kept following him and pressed him from all sides, so as almost to suffocate him. I'm reading out of the Amplified. And there was a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years and who had endured much suffering under the hands of many physicians and had spent all that she had, was no better, but instead grew worse. How many of you have been to the doctor and just keep getting worse and worse and worse? All right, thank you. How many of you ever been to the doctor and they can't figure out what's wrong with you? Okay? Let me tell you what that is. If the doctors can't figure out wrong, what's wrong with you, it's a spiritual attack of Satan. And he doesn't have, any, doesn't have any right. Amen? And we can take care of that tonight because Jesus did it 2,000 years ago. All right. So, she spent all of her money going to these doctors. She didn't have Blue Cross and Blue Shield. You know, um, instead she kept getting worse and worse and worse. But she had heard the reports concerning Jesus. She heard something, didn't she? She heard something about who? Jesus. She heard about the Word. So she was basing what we're fixing to talk about on the Word. She had heard the reports concerning Jesus, and she came up behind Him in the throng and touched His garment. She heard about Jesus, and she touched His garment. But in all this that I'm talking about, you release your faith, either positive toward the things that you want, or the negative the things that you don't want, by the words that come forth out of your mouth. Next verse, verse 28. For she kept saying. For she kept saying. For she kept saying. Well, praise God, I'm healed. If I get to Jesus, I'm healed. If I get to Jesus, I'm healed. Her words were not empty words. What, what was her foundation? Her fa- who, excuse me, who was her foundation? Her foundation was Jesus. She knew that if she could get to Jesus, if she could get to Jesus, if I only touch His garments, that's all she had to do. Where was her faith? Getting to Jesus and touching His garments. That's where her faith was. She says, I shall be restored to health. What was was the word she was speaking that she kept saying, if I get to Jesus and just touch His garment, I don't even have to talk to Him, but all I've got to do is touch His garment, and I will be made whole. She was speaking something, but she had that foundation that she knew that she could get to Jesus, that she would be healed, because she had heard about what Jesus was doing. She heard about the miracles that Jesus was performing. And immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source, and suddenly she felt in her body that she was healed of her distressing ailment. And Jesus, recognizing in Himself that the power proceeding from Him had gone forth Turned around immediately in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? How many people were around Jesus? How many? There was, he was, it's like if I stood down there and I said, All of y'all gather around me, I'd have a bunch of people around me, wouldn't I? But there was only one person there that accessed the power that was in Jesus. Only one person. How many other people there were needing to be healed? We don't know. But there was one there was one lady that was desperate. And she kept saying, "If I get to Jesus, I can touch him and I will be made whole." And as soon as she touched him, she was healed. Did she touch his did she touch his hand? Did she touch her touch his feet? Did she actually touch his person? No. She touched his what? His garment. And that power, that faith that she had by the words that she kept speaking because she kept releasing her faith. She kept saying, if I touch his garments, I will be made whole. If I touch his garments, I will be made whole. If I touch his garments, She's, no, no telling how many times she said that. She didn't even touch his body, but she touched his garment. And the faith that she had, she accessed that healing power that came forth from Jesus. Amen? All right, can I go for a little side note here to encourage you? The same power that Jesus Christ, that that lady accessed, that same healing power is on the inside of each and every one of you today or tonight if you're born again. I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you the truth. (laughs) Amen? That's a good thing. The same healing power that was in Jesus is on the inside of you. Why? Who's on the inside of you right now? Are you born again? Are you born again? Who's on the inside of you? Jesus. Jesus. That same healing power. So remember that. If somebody comes up to you and somebody's sick, lay hands on them. Pray for them. Amen? It's God's Word. You lay hands on them and pray for them, they will be healed. It's God's Word. Amen? That's your foundation. All right. And he says, Who touched my clothes? And the disciples kept saying to him, You see the crowd pressing hard around you from all sides, and you ask, Who touched me? Still, he kept looking around to see her who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had been done for her, though alarmed and frightened and trembling, fell down before him and told him the whole truth. She wasn't even supposed to be in public because she was unclean. Wasn't even supposed to be there. She could have lost her life by going out in public to greet Jesus, to touch His garment. And this is what Jesus told her. He says, Daughter, your faith, your trust and confidence in me, springing from faith in God, has restored you to health. Go into peace and be continually healed and free from your distressing bodily disease. This lady was speaking something. If I can get to Jesus, I'll be healed. Her foundation was getting to Jesus. She knew that the words that she was speaking, that she was going to get to Jesus, no matter what it took, that she would be healed. Her words just weren't empty words because they had that foundation of getting to Jesus. Jesus was that foundation. Matthew nine twenty-seven. Matthew nine twenty-seven. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, screaming loudly. Have mercy and compassion on us, Son of David, Messiah. When he went into the house, the blind men came up to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe? Do you believe? Let me ask you, do you believe tonight? Do you believe in His Word? That whatever you need tonight is in His Word, will be done to you. Do you believe With a deep abiding trust that I am able to do this. They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, your trust and confidence in my power and my ability to heal, it will be done to you. You know, we can kind of stop and think and look at the situation. Here you are, you have these two blind guys. First of all, they probably had to get somebody take them where Jesus was, and don't you think that these two blind men were sitting there talking back and forth, that they have heard about this Jesus, the same thing, the same thing that happened to this lady. Can you imagine these two blind guys just sitting down, just talking, talking about this guy named Jesus? Man, this Jesus, have you heard about him? He's doing all sorts of stuff. Man, all sorts of people are getting healed. Man, I bet if we can get to him, I bet he'll heal us too. And the conversation goes back and forth. Might have carried on for a couple of days. Don't know. But you can imagine. And so their thing was they had to get to Jesus. What was their foundation? Jesus. Who manifested their healing? Jesus. What accessed the power of God? Their faith. Amen? Alright. This is a scripture that Pastor Mark has been talking about. And it really, and it really comes forth. Uh, it's so powerful. You know, I even had in my notes I took it out. But I'm going to tell you anyway. Looking at this scripture is basically a gold mine that you have that God has given you. But you gotta have the foundation behind it. Amen. You have this for you to access. For you to access. For you to utilize. Mark eleven twenty-three is really a piece of cake. Truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, how many whoever's do I have in here tonight? Huh? You're a whoever. Hopefully you're a whoever, or not a whatever. I am ever. Amen. Truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, say, I'm a whoever. Can we do that again? I'm a whoever. This is talking about you. Praise God, this is talking about me. And when you really get right down to it, this is talking about somebody that may not even be saved. It's a whoever. Whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. Believing what you say. Believing what you say. It will be done. Pastor Rick, that sounds kind of outlandish. How do you release your faith? You release your faith by speaking it. What is your foundation for this Scripture? How do you know that if you believe and not doubt, that this Scripture is going to come to pass in your life? Your foundation... Who said this? It's in Jesus. Jesus said it, didn't He? What's your foundation? Who's your foundation in? Your foundation is Jesus. Jesus told me, He told me in His Word that if I don't doubt, but if I believe in my words that what I say will come to pass, I'm going to have whatever I say. Man, Jesus told me that. Do I need to believe it because Jesus told me? Yes. That's your foundation according to the Scripture. That Jesus told you that you could have whatever you spoke if you believed it. And not doubt. Doubt is actually uh, that your heart is undivided or undecided. It's divided. Your heart is divided if you doubt. Doubt. So in other words, if you doubt, you can say, well, I don't know if Jesus was really telling me the truth. I really don't know if this Scripture was for me. And you can listen to the lies of Satan and let him tell you all this junk, and here you are missing out on what God has for you. What's going to bring it to pass? What's going to bring what you desire? Believing what you say. How can you believe what you say? Because Jesus told you that you could have whatever you say. Jesus said that. So, what do you you desire? A lot of people that have heard me preach, you know, one thing that I say is whatever you desire, no matter what the situation looks like, you always, always, always speak the desired end result. Because you're releasing your faith into whatever you need. Whatever you need to take place in your body. Some of you are dealing with stuff in your body tonight that you need a touch from God. What is your word? What words are you speaking right now? What are you saying? Are you doubting in your heart? Are you believing that the things that Jesus said you could have because of the words that you speak will come to pass? Jesus is your foundation. Hebrews 4.14 4, Saying that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God. We have a great high priest, Jesus the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. Let us hold fast what we speak. Let us hold fast what God's Word says. Speak forth God's Word, but make sure you know if you're believing for healing, make sure that you know the healing Scriptures. If you're believing for money in your checkbook, make sure that you know what Scriptures talk about you getting money in your checkbook. If you've got situations and circumstances, family relationships, or whatever it may be, what does the Word of God say concerning that? Jesus Christ, our high priest, has passed through the heavens. So you, because where Jesus is, you hold fast your confession, the things that you speak. Your confession, the words that come out of your mouth, are important. Hope you know, hopefully you know that by now. According to Mark eleven twenty-three, 23, you release your faith, the things you desire, by the words you speak. Whatever is in your heart will come out of your mouth. What's in your heart? What are you filling your, uh, your heart up with? If you need to start speaking uh, prosperity... What's in your heart? Is it debt, lack? Then that's what's going to come out of your mouth. And guess what you're going to end up with? You're going to end up with debt and lack. But if your heart is filled with God's Word, uh, knowing His Scriptures, then when, when, the, when you get tight in the grips and you don't know what to do, the first thing that's going to come out of your mouth, no, no. I've given and it is given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, do men give unto my bosom? Because my foundation, that's what God said. And if God said it, that it is mine. And then your confession is lining up with the word. Amen, with the foundation. Luke 6:45. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. Are you good or evil? Good. You born again? You're good. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. So, what's in your heart? Now you see the importance of getting into God's Word. Whatever your situation may be, find the Scriptures. Take the time. Take an effort. Make an effort to get into God's Word and find out what relates to your situation. All right, some of you are under condemnation as I speak right now. For certain things, past, whatever, something could have happened today, that you're under a lot of condemnation. The Word says that God has set you free from condemnation. That's what God's Word says. So you can sit there and thank it, or you can tell Satan to get off that you're not under condemnation. Condemnation is not yours. It's a lie from the pits of hell. We were talking about grace, God's unmerited favor. You messed up? Guess what? Ask forgiveness and you're forgiven just like that. Don't go back and worry about it. Don't get into condemnation. That's where Satan wants to keep you, into condemnation. Speak forth that you're not in condemnation, that God has set you free. Confession is so important. How do you become born again? If you're born again, how did you get that way if you did it scripturally? Romans 10, 9 and 10 says what we do. We confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord and we believe where? In our heart, that God hath raised Him from the dead. And then what's going to happen? We shall be saved. So we confess with our our mouth, we believe in our heart, believe in our heart, confess with our mouth. That Jesus Christ is Lord. That's salvation. You're talking about grace. How easy is that? I mean, I didn't have to go dig a ditch to become saved. I didn't have to work for my salvation. Jesus has already paid for it. The blood of Jesus has already covered your sins. If you don't know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, now's the time. It's already been paid for. Jesus paid for that. The blood of Jesus covers your sins. Just remember that. Everything we say and do must be backed up by His Word. If you're standing on His Word for any situation and circumstance in your life, you must know what His Word states. I don't know how many times I've said that tonight. But you have got to know what his word says. You know, I'm sitting up here I'm I'm showing you some scriptures but there's nothing better for you than to get into this yourself. Get your own foundation. Get your own foundation. Don't speak empty words. Know that when you're believing Him, it's His Word. A lot of times when I pray for people, I use Scripture when I'm praying for people, especially for healing. And I remind God. I'll start confessing 1 Peter 2.24 over these people. And i say, God, it is Your Word for them to be healed. It is Your Word. I remind Him. And I am adamant about it. I don't say, well, God, this is Your Word. No. I remind God that this is His Word. This is what You said, Father God. And I'm standing on Your Word, and we're not being moved off Your Word. And that healing is coming because Jesus paid that price 2,000 years ago. By His stripes, you were healed. If you were healed, then you are healed. And you claim that and you stand upon that. that those scriptures that's just one that's just one scripture that I'm quoting out of a, a hundred and I've got a sheet that talks about God said I've got actually three sheets talking about God said 50 Old Testament 50 New Testament why God wants you healed God wants you prosperous How many of you have kids? Anybody got kids in here? Okay. How many of you want them to be prosperous? Huh? How much more does your Father want you prosperous? How many of you want them healthy? You want them healthy. How much more does your Father God want you healthy? Everything that I've told you tonight, you can take it to the bank, so-called. And you can stand on it. It will last forever. His Word will last forever. His Word is the same. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Everything that I have spoken to you is truth. But you are the ones that have to apply it. I have to apply it for myself. Pastor Mark has to apply it for himself. It's something that we have to do. Remember, you can't speak one thing. You can't speak... Faith and healing, faith and prosperity, or faith and in and in, in something and not knowing what the word says. You've got to have that foundation. It is so important. It is so important. Our faith has got to be based upon Him. Last scripture. Galatians two twenty. I have been crucified with Christ. That is. In Him I have shared His crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I now live in this body, I live by faith, by adhering to, relying on, and completely trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself up for me. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Matt, Vanessa, y'all can come. Your anointed playing. Now I can get right down here with you. Hopefully you grabbed hold of what I was speaking tonight. Can't speak one thing and then speak contrary to what you just spoke. Because you're releasing your faith. You are releasing your faith. The things that you're speaking are shaping the blueprint of your life. The foundation that you're speaking is going to affect you from this point onward. You can speak life or you can speak death. It's up to you. It's your choice. But would you like a little tip? Would you like a little hint? It's a no-brainer. Speak life. And what is life? Life is God's Word. Amen? Life is God's Word. You know, the Lord gave me some, some things while I was up there If you would like prayer, it does not matter what it's for. Of course, we're going to lay hands on you and pray for you. Be glad to. If you need healing in your body, you need uh, a better relationship, uh, you want to just get things straightened out, whatever it may be, you can come and uh, lay hands on you and pray for you. Amen? Y'all all all don't move at one time. So, if nobody, that's fine. That's fine. Don't be scared. Amen. Thank you.